Hey everybody, this is Anson Williams, and I'm going to be on Still Toking with on Dorkening Podcast Network. Be there. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. <laughs> With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. But thank you all for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. You have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet Films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. 
featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Hey, hey, happy Wednesday, everybody. You're still, you're, <laughs> you're watching. <laughs> still, <laughs> you're watching Still Token With. My name's Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard. And uh, they, uh, yeah, I've been upgraded to gorilla behind the keyboard, right? Oh, uh, no, after that screw up, you're fucking demoted back to monkey. Uh, what about chimp right behind the keyboard? Monkey. monkey, how about chimp behind the keyboard? There we go. Oh my God. Benjamin, how's it going, my friend? It's going well. It's going well. I could think of quite a few things we could say behind the keyboard, but oh, go for it. Go for it. No, we'll, stay, we'll stick with chimp. We'll stick with chimp. You, you might be able to upgrade to monkey again, but uh, we'll see what happens. How many times you push the wrong fucking button tonight? <laughs> oh, leave me alone. <laughs> leave Jeff, me all alone, Jeffrey. Leave Leo alone. Don't pick yes, on Leo. So what's up? What's up? Everybody doing good out there? I am doing great, doing great, Jeffrey. I don't know if you've noticed. Uh, I got a little something in the background here. Oh, there he is. Yeah, check this out. Hey, that looks oh, familiar. That's dope. Yeah, oh, that's dope. Awesome. Yeah, totally. So, uh, Jeffrey, would you like to introduce our awesome guest? Yes, please. Um, butcher his name. Butcher his name. Well, I'm going to. <laughs> I know you uh, are because because we, we you know we we talked backstage before we went live and, and i never funny. asked him how he wanted me to uh introduce him so um, oh you can't see it oh look at that i wrote it on a piece what? of paper i wrote it on a piece of paper and i was going to show it to you it. and guess what hilarious it, it fucking blends into the background dude that's awesome so you're on your own <laughs> so um uh i'm going to i'm going to call him rick oh god no oh dear god no <laughs> Dear fucking God, now. Let's welcome Rick for... Aviles. Oh, God, Jesus, that was even worse. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you for having me, though, on a serious note. <laughs> my full name is Ricardo Abdel Aviles Aviles. Last name so nice, they put it in there twice. So it's Aviles, Aviles. Aviles, Aviles, Okay. My father not had a stutter. It's not Aviles. Um, no, God, no. My no, dad had a stutter, and they, they never caught it. So, yeah, that's why it's in there twice. <laughs> Uh, you're so, host. Uh, you're yeah. host of the uh, the Rico podcast, and uh, yes, sir. you're a comedian and translator as well. What else are you? Um, I do a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I'm also a, I'm a purple belt <laughs> in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu under Brian Stubner under the banner of Kyotera. I've been training for eight years. Uh, I'm a veteran of the armed forces. Um, currently, I'm the host of the Rico podcast. I also do comedy. Uh, you know, when I can. I think uh, we already mentioned that, though, didn't we? Yeah, and then you I'm going to uh, fucking speed it up a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also uh, the number one thing I'm most proud of. I'm also a. I'm also. A, I'm not a dick. Uh, I'm also a father, <laughs> and I'm also a husband, and uh, that's like the main priority for me nowadays. Awesome. Uh -huh. Appreciate it. Excellent. Look at that. Show's over, folks. Go the fuck home. We're out of here. <laughs> Oh, I was told by people I shouldn't swear as much. Really? Who the fuck said that? I don't know. <laughs> right? Fuck said that. Don't swear much. Right, right. People so who say don't swear much. Well, I'm just well, always nervous. Was it my mom okay, that said so. that? No, your mom actually said swear more. Oh, okay. And she said pick on Leo even more. Well, I can see that, yeah. No, I don't think she did. 
<laughs> I don't think she did. Every time I, I see her, she's like, I love those token guys. <laughs> does she really? Yeah, she does. See, my yeah. mother can't even say that. She doesn't even speak English, so. Well, we would have to call you to translate. Yeah. Right? God, no. I'll mistranslate that. He said, fuck you. In Spanish. Yeah, straight up. Just look at her square in the face and be like, Mom, this is what she said. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that, man. So how are so, you guys um, doing? Good, good. good uh, you were born and raised in Puerto Rico? Yeah, I uh, I uh, was born and raised in Puerto Rico in Aguadilla. Uh, it's a in town in Aguadilla. 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 There you go. That's actually a really good pronunciation. Um. And uh, I went to school in Arecibo, which is um, it's another northern town. And uh, turned 18, 19, decided to join the army. Not much to do on the island. Ended up joining the army as an MP. And lo and behold, straight out of basic, 25 days later, uh, I was on a plane to go to Iraq. So that was as much as I got to enjoy American culture. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Went to Iraq for 15 months. Sober. Uh, and for less than a hundred thousand dollars a year, um, yeah, and uh, came back, ended up going uh, to Missouri for a bit, and then went to Korea. Korea was awesome. Uh, Seoul, Seoul was was really amazing. It was beautiful. I was in a in a SRT there for a little bit, and uh, a lot of problems in Korea back in the day. I don't know if you keep on with international news, but back in those times, there was a lot of uh, soldiers getting in trouble with like rape and sexual misconduct and stuff like that. So <clears throat> we were responsible for uh, transporting those soldiers out of the country when they, you know, when they're sent, they were sentenced and stuff. You fucked the wrong chick. Now you got to leave. Yeah. You know, sometimes, sometimes that happens. Other times, you know, guys who are up north on uh, near the edge, they'd come down and, you know, be banging things that aren't even legal to bang and um, oh, right. yeah. end up going away, you know. Uh, and then after that, I got out and uh, uh, I came and decided to stay in Missouri just because I uh, I loved it. And, you know, I ended up uh, loving Missouri and I'll, I'll live and die here. I love this town. It's pretty awesome, Springfield, Missouri. And uh, now I just, you know, I teach people uh, Spanish and uh, I run a podcast and just pretty mundane things, man. That's pretty much where I'm at at this point. Now I'm on this podcast talking with you. Well, that doesn't students. sound mundane at all. Actually. Not at all. <laughs> because that's kind of what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's not mundane. I was going to say, you ain't doing half of what he just said. <laughs> okay, maybe not even a quarter. <laughs> jiu-jitsu, no. jiu-jitsu helps, man. Jiu-jitsu well, really, yeah, really I helps. Do I was going to say, yeah, yeah, you definitely yeah, need to awesome. jiu-jitsu, Jeff. I mean, no, I can't even. I can't even do fucking yoga. I hurt my neck. Really? Yeah. Should probably yeah. check get that checked out. You hurt your neck fucking driving. You should should be able. Yeah, that's not good, man. So so I have like some other problems. Well, that explains a lot how he keeps on hurting himself acting. <laughs> well, that's because we keep <laughs> fucking him up. Oh god. <laughs> People are brutal. I mean, yeah, you know, we dropped a we dropped an eighty five pound steel shelf on him. Jesus Christ! What? Then we, then we then we rolled him down this fucking ramp in a monster truck tire. Okay, what for though? For the film. Oh, okay. That the okay, TV yeah. series. Uh, I can, just, I can... the, we did our own stunts in the TV series. So. Oh, that's wow. pretty cool. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff seems to always end up getting the concussions. Ooh, you gotta watch out, man. How what? old are you, Jeff? Like thirty seven? Yeah. 
Look at him. Look at him funny. smile. He's like, fuck yeah, I'm 37. <laughs> tonight I'm 37. Tonight, like, yeah, tonight like, I'm 37. I'll meet you later. It's like tonight yeah. I'm 37. No, I'm 37 if you take that little blue thing. <laughs> uh, you, you, you trying to get Blue Chew as our sponsor? Uh, blue, uh, what? <laughs> Blue Chew. Blue, blue, blue Chew. They, they, they're. That's uh, a lot of podcasts are getting sponsored by Blue Chew now. What really? the hell is Blue Chew? Is, is that well, like yeah, Viagra? Never heard of it, it. It's like Viagra that you can order like secretly online. You guys are getting sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> I love no. how everybody's like, "Pop, we got sponsors." We got sponsors. Uh, you know. <laughs> well, oh, that's oh, that's cool. They get little questions to 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 say that. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't see that. That's pretty dope. You guys got a really good setup here, man. This is really it nice. works. Yeah, I have fun. Good. That's good. As long as you're you not know. hurting yourself or others. Oh, I, I yeah. so. <laughs> That's why he, I can't. He, I can't make any promises. He has to sit during the show. We don't want him to fall and get a concussion. Right. Hey, right. Right. I right. feel you, man. I travel with a 50 year old dude. That's my co-host. Trust me. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, so man. you say you travel uh, travel with him? Do you do uh, like shows on the road, or, or what, what do you do? <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we yeah. Stick your stick your face in here. I want to see. I want to see this dude. Come on. What's his name? Uh, Eric McElroy. Eric, co-host, right? Yeah, he's my co-host. We've been friends for a little while. Um, (laughs) Just a little while. We were traveling. Okay, don't get too comfortable. You're not going to be staying there very long. Sorry, (laughs) you invited me. Too late. No, too late. Oh my god. Um, no, we uh, we were doing a lot of shows. We were doing shows with like. We did shows with Kevin Hart. Uh, Kevin Hart, I'm sorry. Oh, no, my God. Kevin, Kevin no Hart. Kevin no, G. Hart. King. G. King, who's been on Heart of the City with Kevin Hart. Um, who else? Kevin Farley. We did shows with Kevin Farley. Uh, Shane Smith. Uh, Adam Gable. Uh, was, who's the guy that's been on Gotham? Uh, Ian, no, Ian Edwards is my homie. Ian Edwards is my homie. Like Shout out to Ian, by the way. He was just opening for Rogan on... I think on on the on New York, he was in New York, and I think they're going to Boston this weekend too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're in my, so Ian's with, them. so Ian, yeah, Ian Edwards with them, uh, and then uh, Josh Blue, he's he's a, a good friend of mine. I met him a few years ago. He just got third in America's Got Talent. So shout out to Josh, man. We pushed really hard. We were hoping we were hoping he would win. To be honest so, with you, but so Ian Ian's your homie, and he's traveling with Rogan right now. Uh, yes, sir. Me and Ian yes. are pretty good friends. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. I am not a sir. <laughs> All right, Ben. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I yeah, say, he's traveling. He's traveling yeah, with. Uh, I say you text Ian the fucking link to the stream yeah, and be like, <laughs> "You guys ain't doing shit right now. Come on, it's Wednesday night. We know you ain't got a show. Come on." <laughs> They're probably out partying, man. I know. That's I, the whole uh, point. Right. See, yeah, and that's the Catch thing. Catch them like, behind the scenes. Oh God, no, dude. I'll tell you this. I haven't told this story. Um, so we hung out with Ian last time he was here a couple weeks ago and he texted me after a show at like 1040 at night and he goes, Hey, I'm hungry. Come pick me up. What are we eating? Well, for those of you that don't know, Ian's vegan. He's been vegan for a very long time. It's a bitch to find something to eat for a vegan. Like, it is a, it's a fucking bitch around here. Can't you and just go in the fields? <laughs> Dude, I told him at one point, I'm like, why won't you fucking just eat meat? You're not going to lose your fucking superpowers. He's like, ah, whatever. Fucking, we end up on a Burger King uh, at like midnight, okay, to get the fucking Impossible Burger. And every time somebody hangs out with me, like past ten o'clock at night, a fucking crazy story happens. So we we're we're heading back to this hotel, and we're heading south. And I hear a 
a car chase happening. Like I recognize it's a car chase. I'm like, oh, that sounds familiar. I remember this. And I look behind me and I see that the lights to go north is red, but the light to go east and south is green. And I was like, oh, this is going to end bad. And sure as fuck, I see the guy hit a car and I, I flip because the guy, the guy that hit the girl, her car like turned around a bunch. He flipped his car somehow and then he got out and started running. And I look and the girl's like having a seizure. So I like get out of the car and I run and, uh, I, you know, I help her out or whatever. And I, I pull my hamstring. And Ian, like, runs up to me. He goes, no, 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 get up, my man. You, you goddamn hero. Get in the car. Get in the car. Don't walk like that. And I was like, yeah, man, thanks. And as he gets out, we leave him at the hotel. He goes, man, you're, you're a fucking hero. Like, you saved that girl. I was like, thanks, man. He opens the door, gets out, and he goes, hey, Rico. I go, hmm? He's like, remember, after 30, you got to stretch and drink more water, my man. Have a good night. And just slams the door. And I was like, did I just, <laughs> did I just low-key get roasted by fucking Right? <laughs> yes. He, he did. He just, he just fucking roasted me. I could, dude, I pulled my hammy so bad. It was so sad. It was so sad. He's right. Like, I'm telling you. He's right. After 30, you got to stretch and drink water. Yeah, man. That's why after I tell 40, those. After 40, it's After 40. Oh, fuck that. I'm getting bionic implants and testosterone, man. Uh-uh. I, I ain't stopping. Jesus. I got to keep going, man. I got people that rely on me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that... um. That's pretty much how it goes, you know. Um, uh, I was a... Uh, I know you had brought up that I was a translator and whatnot. You guys want to cover that a little bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, what you guys, whatever, whatever what you, you guys want to know about, about that. <laughs> well, well, obviously, you translate Spanish, right? Yes, sir. I'm a certified, uh, I'm a certified Spanish translator and interpreter. Uh, translator through um, the CTP and through DOD, I'm a, a certified translator. Uh, and what? And I know English too. I also have a. <laughs> I also have a bunch of degrees that I've never used. Um, I have like a major in criminal justice, a minor in organizational leadership, uh, in counterintelligence operations, uh, cyber investigations, uh, psychology, um, and like two other things that I can't remember right now. Wow. I'm a bookworm. And yeah, I'm a, uh, cyber I'm jobs a fucking, are. I'm just a woodworker. <laughs> wow. Dude, um, but that's cool though. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a very. I'm not very good with my hands. I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, uh, so, like just, really just real quick, um, there, there's that a back, that falls back to the yeah. micro penis. So uh, about the micro. Well, no, no, no. I was, like I was just gonna say. Well, it's, it's something that could possibly help you out. There's a huge shortage right now in uh, in the, um, for cyber jobs for like cybersecurity. Um, did you cover? Yeah, but. With the experience that I have, I just get put to do like child pornography cases and stuff, and I just I don't want to go back to that. I actually stopped this month. Uh, I actually like we haven't made an announcement, but uh, I won't be doing. You know, I'm what I'm known for very well is um, as a translator. Is for many years I've worked human trafficking cases. I've done some child pornography cases, child exploitation cases, uh, and that's where like my business, the Language Ninja, Language Ninja Solutions, came from. Like that's the ongoing joke. Everybody's like, ah, oh, the Language Ninja. But uh, it's rough, man. It's like really rough. Those cases are, you know, you can't really say anything for years. And then sometimes you don't even know the outcome at times, you know. So it's like, in, you know, as an interpreter, um, you have to remain really neutral, you know. But once you can't remain neutral, like that's when you need to just stop. So I I had a case that, uh, that was really rough recently where this woman had ran away and she was kept in a basement. Uh, and without going into much detail, she was five months pregnant and she didn't. She didn't know, and when we got her to the hospital, I was I was the interpreter for to tell her, hey, you have a baby boy, 
because she was pregnant. And like after that, I like came home and told my wife, I'm like, I'm fucking done. <laughs> like I'm done. I can't do this anymore, man. Like that, that one fucking broke me. <laughs> wow. And this is this is coming from somebody that served in the military. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. That's yeah, no, man. That's no fucking joke. Yeah, the case that like really like um, made me really popular was a case in in the state where uh, a mom was was charged with trafficking her daughters, and um, I was their interpreter from beginning to end, from when they removed them from the home to where the mom ended up getting pregnant and had another kid in prison. Like it was it was a whole ordeal. Um, that one went really well, man. You know, they those people they got they got you know justice was was served whatever that means for people right and um but they don't always end like that man they don't always end like that there's ones that <clears throat> the cases are like really bad i had one where the kid uh the kid ended up dying because the kid was a uh, it was a uh incest case mm-hmm. and the child ended up dying eventually and uh, that was rough you know that one was really rough on me because uh, i'd seen the kid and everything you know and uh i also did search and rescue in joplin when the tornado hit um and that was like my first you know i had been at war but like seeing that destruction here like it really you know it really makes you appreciate things you know it just it really changes your perspective and i always tell people i have a negative view of the world because i look at everything as like shit you know everything is shit but when nothing really bad happens like it's a great day you know like my outlook of the world is really shitty you know but yeah man that's what i'm like known for now i teach classes on uh through a guy named edgar hidalgo who he <clears throat> covid like hurt him a lot so he moved back to colombia to run a company called trans uh, trans interpreting and that's where i teach classes like i have a drug class that i teach interpreters where i teach them like how to say you know the the slang stuff and whatnot and uh i have a cps class a puerto rican slang class which actually that class does really well and i'm making a domestic violence class because i also work with the domestic violence shelter up in um is it Lake of the Ozarks up here or yeah, yeah what was it called uh Freedom's Rest Freedom's yeah, Rest. Rest yeah so I do a lot of work there but yeah man that's uh that's my life in a nutshell man of <laughs> many hats yeah, yeah. which one oh well yeah funny story we yeah, had a uh, don't use google translate fucking use google translate um i had a a situation where i was called to i I was i not called i got a letter from a school that i translate for and um (laughs) they said um hey we think that this is a a death threat and we put it on google translate and this is what it said and um that's not what it said um what the boy was trying to say is i want to fuck your ass and what they put on what Google Translate said is, I'm going to fuck your ass up, which are two very, very different yeah. things. Right. And it went from, hey, the cops are going to get called to, oh, okay, we need to have a different conversation. And, you know, man, that's where culture comes in. You know, like you got to like really know the culture. Right. And that's what I tell everybody with anything, you know, even like when you write jokes, like, you know, what's your culture? What's your, your target audience? But, uh, yeah, man, they were about to, like, tell his kid. So what ended up happening was he had to tell his mom that he was gay. And the mom said the most realest thing I've ever heard. She's like, well, I'd, I'd rather you be gay than, than be a murderer. So, hey, it's all good. And I was like, oh, all right. That's real, that's real talk okay. right there, bro. You know? Right, right. Hispanic moms don't fuck around, bro. Hispanic moms are they're scary. They pull that chancla out and better fucking run. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I grew up with that. 
<laughs> the sandal, man. The la chancla's the sandal. The sandal. But uh, but yeah, man. That um, that's pretty much what I uh, what I've done there. Um, currently, you notice, just... you notice nobody's asking questions, right? Oh, <laughs> it's just like, well, no, man. It's perfect because you just kind of took it and you just you can tell that you run your own show. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be rude. You're oh, not, no, no, you're you're not being rude. rude. No. It, yeah, it, it makes, I've done. Yeah, it I've makes done for a great show when when a guest can come on and we don't have to literally sit here and look at these notes <laughs> and and ask these questions because they just feel comfortable and they and right. They just, so I can just you, sit you, here behind and fuck with you. Yeah, or, or you can just have an organic conversation, and, and you right, know. we have yes, yes, yeah. we have organic. I'm glad you, went there, a, glad you, you went there because we were talking about the micro penis earlier, and I thought you were going to say orgasmic conversation. Oh. And I just was like, <laughs> right, wait a right, minute, right. hold on. No, no. A uh, little tidbit like of information, and this is, you know, I always have to dork things out, but uh, actually, uh, mistranslation is in in the news this week. Um, have you guys watched uh, Squid Game? I what? have not. Uh, Squid Game. It's on Netflix. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but everybody's it's talking my, about it. It's on my list. <clears throat> it, it, it's um, uh, it, it, it's it's not an actual game show, but it's uh, a show uh, in Korean, and yep. uh, basically uh, the, this uh, guy's down on his luck. He he can't afford to pay his bills or anything like that, and he's offered to enter a game uh, for money. Um, I don't know the full story, but essentially the game turns out to be like, you know, players <laughs> get killed throughout. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, so it's, um, it's, it's like, like the most dangerous game. It's like, something. Yeah, 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 but it's very unique though. Yeah. It's like super yeah, unique. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Any of you ever been to Korea? No. No. Bro, Korea is awesome. Go to fucking Korea. You, if you can afford the, the six to thousand dollar ticket, they, they speak English. They speak fucking English. I remember when I when I told people I was like gonna travel the world and whatnot, and I was gonna like join the army. Everybody's like, no, they don't speak English. Bro, I got to Korea and like when I landed in in Osan, I think I landed in Osan, I landed in Osan or Busan, I think it was Osan. And this guy, this guy goes, this rock dude, the Republic of Korea soldier goes, what's up, man? <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, Did someone turn on the subtitles? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you know? And he goes, yeah, man, we all have to learn English at a young age. And I go, oh, it's like in Puerto Rico. And he's like, Puerto Rican? I go, yeah. He's like, you're really white for a Puerto Rican. Okay, we're not going to talk about that. Um, I'm really white for a Puerto Rican, bro. I'm like Fat Joe White. Uh, like, like, yeah. I don't know if I can say the N-word, though. That's, I gotta, yeah, Korean yeah. Point, a Korean dude pointed that out. But, um, yeah, man, that's uh, Korea's really nice. They have great shows, and they have great um, – they have really good uh, – they have really good party centers, man. They have really good party places, and they're just really cool. Like, Korean people are just... Asian in general, man. I've been to Japan a little bit on vacation, and, dude, if I could move to Japan, I would. Any of you you guys ever been to Japan or anything? No. Dude, you would, you would love it. You would, it's so beautiful. It's so clean. It's so, like... It's, it's, like, really different, and, like, the respect that they have for their elders and stuff like that also is, like, really different. Wow. So like you know, it's like you see people if like you know an elderly lady steps on the on the train and you don't. Move. I should get there pretty soon then. Dude, hey man, I'm telling you, I got grays, bro. That's why I shaved my head, and like I had people thinking I was forty, and I was like, motherfucker. Well, I thought you just naturally lost your hair. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I um, you know, it's all the stress. You know, you know what's funny? I didn't get grays until I went to war, <laughs> and no one in my family did, and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I, at least we know we pinpointed where the fuck the problem was. That's just life, isn't it? 
Oh, man. I tell you. Leo, you had a question earlier for me, I believe. Uh, no, no. I was talking about uh, <laughs> he goes, nope. no, uh, Squid Game, no, no, uh, the translation. Leo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I was going to say the, uh, the translation error. They, uh, they dubbed a show. And uh, for the subtitles, they used, I guess, auto-translate off the dub. Oh, God, help me. So, uh, yeah, so... so All right. Here's, here's a problem with that, man. Here's a problem with, uh, with, with the translating the interpreting world is that everybody thinks that automated is good. And to an extent, right? It's like anything. Everything is a good tool when you use it. Um, <laughs> the fucking problem is that when, when, you, when you rely on it... Number one, machines can't copy culture. Not yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. And like one thing I'll give an example is like, you know, like uh, you guys here have like bullies, right? In, in the US. Yeah. Like the continental US. I'm sorry. Puerto Rico is part of the US. Um, so like growing up, we didn't really bully each other. It was kind of like, let's say me and Jeff are friends, right? And me and Jeff are really good friends. And I look at Jeff and I go, hey, Jeff, I don't fuck with Ben. I don't, I don't hang out with Ben. I don't like Ben. And Jeff goes, being my friend, he trusts my judgment because we're friends. So if I tell Ben I don't fuck, if I tell Jeff I don't fuck with Ben, then he just doesn't fuck with Ben and nobody talks to each other. But like here, like I remember when I moved to the States, where, yeah, fuck that guy. And I'm like, why are you saying those things? Like, like, do you know him personally? And like, it's always, it's always been a cultural shock to me, like how right. people like give each other shit. That took me a while too. Like when people used to give me shit, I was like, man, these people don't like me. And everybody's like, no, they love you. That's just, that's just how we are over here. We just give right. each other shit. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, the more shit you get, the better you're liked. Right. Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, up, yeah, it's bizarre. Sit in the corner it and look is. pretty. Um, anyway. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. That dude's going to stab me in my sleep. <laughs> he's going to take my soul. I mean, I don't have one. The army took that, but, you know. Oh, man. The military. How do you guys wow. feel about that Afghanistan ordeal? Oh, Wait, that falls under politics. We don't, oh, that yeah, falls under politics? Yeah, Never mind. Religion. Switching questions. Uh, so how would you guys fuck Afghanis then? Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Leo, I think it's time to run a commercial. Is it? Is it? Uh -oh. Yeah, it's about that time. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. Oh, don't apologize. Yeah. Uh, let me find the right button, otherwise Ben's yeah, going to yell at me. What are you running tonight? What, what, do, you want, what do you want me to run? Pro uh, prospector? <laughs> Yeah, run the prospector. Run the prospector. Do, do you, you have the uh, Do you have the hot sauce one? Did you, did you guys have a hot sauce? Commercial? Did you send me the hot sauce one? It's, it's yeah. Put it in Dropbox cool. like three weeks ago. You put That's it in cool. Dropbox three weeks ago. Hold on. Yeah, Leo, you're fucking it up, Leo. Fucking I put it up, in Dropbox Leo. with all our appearances. No, he's good, Leo. You're good. Is it commercial Leo, one it? HS? It's all love. Yes, Leo. Leo is the fucking man. Okay. I'm, I'm no, gonna, I know he I'm is. Gonna break it got... down. I'm gonna break it down real quick for our viewers tonight. We had we had a guest. Unfortunately, he had uh, a family emergency and couldn't appear tonight. This happened literally an hour and a half before we went live. So I reached out to a couple of PR people that we deal with. Uh, Steve Joyner being one of them. Steve that said, "Hey, Steve. I got this guy, Rico. Man, you'll fucking love him. Put me on the phone with this guy." He talked about a micro penis and <laughs> KY jelly in a, in a fucking hotel room. No, no, no. <laughs> and listen, right? Hey, Leo, mute, mute, mute. And I said, I love this guy. We're going to get him on the mute, show. Leo mute. made it happen. Go ahead, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. You know what? While this is processing, um, as always, check the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. Stay, you know, stay here because there's going to be plenty of show left. Uh, but, you know, uh, we have a lot of people that, you know, uh, support the show. One of them being uh, the Prospector Theater. And uh, here we go. 
Did you know around 83% of Americans with disabilities are unemployed? We are changing that. The Prospector Theater is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to providing competitive and integrated employment for adults with disabilities through the operation of a first-run movie theater in Ridgefield, Connecticut. We greet, seat, and treat our audiences to the best, most accessible movie-going experience in the world. Hollywood blockbusters, delicious gourmet popcorn, and one-of-a-kind pink glove service. Join us for a movie and see our sparkle in action. For more information or to purchase tickets, visit www.prospectortheater.org. And uh, so you can learn more about the Prospector Theater uh, up above or down below. And, uh, you know, Ben and Jeff, they have a hot sauce. Check it out. Find more information up above or down below. I keep on saying it, but you know what? If I keep on saying it, you won't forget about it. And uh, so Real Cynthia is saying we need a mass unban. I'm not sure what that is about. Might be, you know, uh, I'm just going to say this so everybody watching can find out. Uh, if you're going to be rude to the guests that are on the show, we, we don't like that. And I, I will block and delete you. So uh, I have the power. Fuck that. Give them my address and tell them where my gym is. <laughs> we'll fucking solve it. There. Uh, no, nobody tonight. But there was there was a show. Uh, there was yeah, a show this week. Yeah. About tonight. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah, there there was a tonight. show earlier this week, and uh, you know it was it's actually last night, wasn't it? Uh, Monday night. Monday night. Monday, Monday night. night. Yeah. Monday night. yeah. Somebody was rude. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. We had uh, Jeremy London on, and uh, he uh, uh, there were some people putting some really rude comments in the chat. And, uh, you know, we, we have respect for everybody. So, you know, it's, uh, I don't stand for that. Yeah. And you got to be careful about what you put in the chat because certain keywords will automatically be flagged by Facebook or YouTube and they will ban you for five minutes. Yeah. It's that simple. <laughs> yep. You know, because we live in a culture where you cannot fucking say what you want to fucking say. Mm, yeah. It's, anyway. um, <laughs> you're not going to go there, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. I have my own theory about. I have my own theory about a lot of things, man. I'm on this, I'm on this, uh, how do I say this? I'm pretty chill for, like, somebody my age. Like, I don't, I don't think anybody, like, I mean, you guys have seen me, man, because you practically, you know, work with me. But I'm pretty, like, chill, man. Like, every time, like, my whole philosophy is, like, like, I was telling you earlier, like, keep that negativity shit out of here, man. Right. Right, you know, once you, and, you know, man, people sometimes, people sometimes complain because they just want to, you know, that's the only way they can, they think they can be heard, you know? It's just, it's just what it is, man. So, well, oh goodness. Oh, yeah, there's the chat. I see. Oh, that's cool. Uncle Dick. Yeah. yeah. See? Yep. Like Uncle Dick tonight. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's, that's my cousin that's in the chat. We actually oh. had, we, we had an Uncle Dick that passed away. But, yeah, thanks. Oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that. She's trying to say that I'm fucking old. I, I, I love you too, Sheree. <laughs> I wouldn't say you're old. I would say you're seasoned. I see, think like, about it. I just keep saying I'm like a fine wine. I just yeah. keep getting better with time. 
No, uh, you're not. He's not well seasoned. Yeah, you're not. You're not. You know, I like to. I like to. I like that expression when a lady uses that expression when she's like, "I'm like a fine wine." Like, yeah, damn right you are. I hope you taste better than this five dollar bottle that I got. But you know, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, some people age like milk, some people age like wine. It just depends, brother. Is that where it's going to take you? Oh, That's horrible. Jesus Christ. You would not want to be in a car with me for three hours. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it would be fun, actually. Yeah, really? that, would have to be, yeah. that would have to be a, a recorded car ride. Oh, dude, that was how we did our first podcast episode. No shit. With G King, yeah, with G King, he's a good oh. he's a good friend of mine, man. I met him through comedy and love that dude. He's he's doing great things. Like G King is that dude is the definition of like like hustling. You know him and J- a friend of mine, James Camacho in New York. Like they are just hustlers. Like I asked him one time, I was like, dude, why do you stay in L.A.? It's so expensive. He's like, because the culture. He's like, it's the only place that I can walk down the street and a movie producer will meet me. And I was like, okay, I get it. But it's like so lonely, man. Like I wouldn't trade my family for anything. I think that's why for the longest time I never like people didn't interview me because like most people don't even know about me. Right. And then like and then like they, they find out and they're like like what is it? I, I think Steve told me you said that I was. Is this dude real? Is he a fucking superhero or something? <laughs> Steve said that somebody said, and I was like, the superhero, bro. I'm fat right now. Wait till I lose weight, and then maybe you know. Maybe. Well, no, I, I, I said, you know, yeah, I definitely want to talk to this guy. He's got a, he's got an extremely interesting story, especially with the interpretations. You know what I mean? Interpretations. Interpretation. The trans. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, that's that's actually that's actually correct because most people don't even know the difference between interpreting and translating. Okay, I gotcha. So, That'd so be probably. Tea. No, and that's and that's fine because most people don't. So I'll explain it to you very simply. Translation has to deal with the written word. Interpreting has to deal with the spoken word because we interpret what you are trying to establish. The goal of a good interpreter is to be able to convey a message from person A to person B in the most honest and in the most in the best of their ability. Now, there's different modes of interpretation, right? So there is simultaneous, continuous, and then you have a sight translation, which is a form of interpreting, but it's called sight translating because you're taking a document that someone gave you out of the blue. You have no time to review it, and you have to start translating what you read. And then you have simultaneous, which is when he talks, I talk at the same time, and normally I have to teach people, like, block their voice out and listen to my voice. And then you have continuous, which is this person talks, I talk, this person talks. I talk. This person talks. I talk. This person talks. I talk. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much a a beginner course to like interpreting. But there there's so much more oh, to Jeff it. Just got a phone call. <laughs> oh, but uh, but there's there's so much more to it. You know, like um, right. to be a good interpreter, I think first of all you have to know another language. First of all, um, and you can be a pretty okay interpreter. To be a great interpreter, you really have to understand linguistics. And that's why, like, I argue with people when they talk to me, and it's like, that's not what you mean. Like, that's not even what that says. Uh, I do that with my wife a lot, <laughs> you know? But, I, you know, I, I mean everything. Right. I, I take everything, man, you know, like, uh, you know, and you had said earlier about how everybody's offended. And I think I take everything as what is your intention, you know? And recently I had, like, this epiphany after talking to, like, Tommy Chung on the podcast. Like, is this going to matter? If it's right, it's right. And if it's right, and everybody says I'm wrong, but I know from my heart that I'm right for X, Y, Z reasons, then fuck right. it. 
And I just like had this thing where it's like, oh, I know where I need to go. And like literally like after that interview, like the, the podcast like skyrocketed and my life like became like I became so much less stressed. Like, you know, like it, it's, it's weird. You know what I'm saying? Like most people my age aren't like that from what I'm told, you know. Right, right. So it's just suffering, man. That's all it is. You suffer so much that you kind of just learn how to forgive. Plus, if you just, you know, if you fuck with me or you touch me, I'll choke you. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, right. Eric has seen. Eric has seen what happens when when someone fucks with a homie. <laughs> Eric, Eric has seen what happens when somebody fucks with a homie. Like it is. I like to give people chances, man, because you know you never know where the fuck somebody is. Right. You know that's why it's like I I always like when you were telling me about comic books, I'm like, oh, you guys are comics. That's so dope. Because, like, people used to get picked on for that, and now everybody thinks it's cool to be a fucking nerd. Oh, that's why we run on the Dorkening Podcast Network. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, I was like, oh, that's so brilliant. The marketing does itself. It's, like, really, really nice. You guys do really good color, uh, color coding, too, by the way. Like, really do color. I don't know if you know about color psychology. Do you, Leo? Uh, you do the I, I know a little bit on color theory. Oh, uh, yeah. I, did, I didn't, you know... Uh, my life's gone through many transitions. I was a graphic designer for a little while, and yeah, now I, I'm I'm in marketing. So that's good. Yeah, that's good, man. I didn't have those skills. I grew up just speaking another language. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, everything I do is all self-taught. I, I used to work for oh. uh, I used to work at a computer store, and on my breaks, I would just read all the books we had. That's good. So, yeah. That's how I learned how to fuck too. I watched a lot of porn, and it taught me. There you go. <laughs> This is me sober. Jeff's going to go downstairs to eat. And then usually his wife's like, I can't believe that came out of your mouth, Jeff. Tonight yeah. she's going to be like, he fucking beat you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't tell you, I know I'm eating thighs. Ooh. How are you cooking them? <laughs> <laughs> I love how it took him a minute. Like, oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny, man, because like we, um, yeah, we got to warm him up. We can't, like, I can't attack. I'm sorry. That's on my, you know what? Thank you for correcting me. I can't attack him like that. Yeah, sometimes, no, because sometimes, though, here's the thing. Here's, here's why he says that is because we, we keep each other like really honest and we've come to this understanding. It was really funny. We came to the understanding that, you know, we're both veterans and, uh, you know, he, he was in the Navy for 20 years. I was in the army for five, but I went to war and he didn't. So fuck him. And, um, I was a smart man and um, we keep each other honest and like one thing we realize is like sometimes you know like as a veteran and if you have like veteran viewership like this is probably the best advice I give people like you know stay with people that keep you honest because it's really hard to navigate life in the civilian world like it's it's so fucking hard man you know and like you know sometimes like you know, veteran humor is a little bit different, you know, so sometimes we'll be somewhere and I got to start popping jokes and he's like, hey, you got to cut the fucking brakes. We, you don't want to, you don't want to come on people like that, you know, but yeah. dude, so far people are like really nice to us. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, hey, you got to slow the fuck down. So, you know, and it's like, Don't we keep funerals. It, yeah, you know, funerals are, are very sad moments, but, you know. Well, see, I think you got to speed that shit up. <laughs> well, you know what the difference is between a civilian and like a veteran right i always explain this so 
a civilian, if like their friend dies or something like that, a civilian will walk up at the morn and walk up to their wife and be like, I'm so sorry. I can't believe this happened to you. If there's anything that I can do for you, let me know. And the veteran would walk up to the wife and be like, I'm so sorry. I can't believe this happened to you. Let me know if there's anything that I can do to you. Um, <laughs> do you feel like downloading Tinder? Is your daughter 18? Okay. <laughs> See, that's veteran humor. And it's yeah. like, most people hear that and they're like, oh my God, did he say it? It's like, shut up. Like, we're, yeah. we're tired we, of, yeah. We, we had a, um, there's another show that we had on um, The Washdown. Have you heard of, of them? Uh, no. They're, I can't I remember know. where they're at. Kansas City? Yeah, Kansas City's like three hours from us. Yeah, I think Kansas, they're City. Out of Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City. Um, yeah. He, they're another. They're another um, client that Steve had, mm-hmm. and um, they're first responders and ex-military. Oh, nice. And, and their whole show is based on trying to help other first responders and ex-military with PTSD and trauma and helplines. You know, <clears throat> to let them know that there's you know this help out there for them, but. The veteran humor is where I'm going with that is we had them on the show and their veteran humor and first responder humor together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, That's we were talking about, you know, yeah. they had one poor guy. It was his first time on the job and they had him re- like looking for a severed penis. Yeah, if you're new, that's your job. Right. You know what we used to do to our guys whenever we got somebody in the SWAT team? We had this door that we had like a. We had a pretty good place to train, and we trained for fucking hours. And we had these doors that you'd adjust it, and you had to break it in, right? The breacher would have to come in, like, give me a breacher. Um, and what we do is we'd adjust it all the way. And, dude, let me tell you, if you don't do, like, a like a perfect swing, like, you have to go with your hips. That's where the power comes from, those battering rams. It's your hips. And, dude, it took me, like, four tries when it was, like, all the way. And I've been told that that's pretty impressive. And I'm like, four tries and I'm hitting it. Dude, we used to do that to the new guys. And you'd see them like trying to breach a door for like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I'm like, put your fucking hips into it. Oh, dude. We used to, we used to be so horrible with it. <laughs> you know, it was, it was, all, yeah, man. It was all, you know, it was all out of love. You know, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. people, people always think that it's like the meaning and stuff. And it's like, you're not getting it. Like, you're not getting it. And if you can't get it, like, how am I getting If you can't, like, if you can't put up with, oh. La Migra. What? <laughs> okay. So. That was run. <laughs> La Migra. But, yeah, man. No, you got to enjoy life, man. That's why That's why we have that, that, uh, that humor. And sometimes people think, like, we go too far and whatnot. And I'm like, well, you know, you have to understand, like, we're not coming out. Like, I had somebody one time tell me, uh, I can't remember. It was when I lived at this old apartments down here. I had a dude one time get upset and was like, hey, I'm talking to you. And I just looked at him and I'm like, if you're going to be disrespectful to me, I just ignore you. Right. People get pissed off. Mm. What people don't understand is like, I'm trying to give you a warning to like, leave me the fuck alone. And like, <laughs> this dude was like, you should join the military. It'll teach you some discipline. I was like, yeah, man, fuck the army. He's like, how dare you say that? And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, dude, I had a whole conversation with this dude. I was like, yeah, man, fuck the armed forces. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> And, like, I was trying to say things, like, you know, privates don't even know, like, they're head from theirs. How dare you? They're braver than you for graduating basic training. And I'm like, oh, God, you're not getting it. <laughs> you're not understanding it. I go, yeah, man, you know, I heard that those sergeants, like, if a sergeant got in my face, I'd choke his ass. He's like, hey, what the fuck you up? And I'm like, I was a blue belt at that point in jiu-jitsu, and I was, like, competing a lot. So I had, like, you'll see it on my Facebook. There's, like, pictures of me when I competed. It's ridiculous. 
And this guy's like, they'll choke you. And I was like, no, they won't. <laughs> right. No, they won't. I was a sergeant, bro. Shut up. I didn't know how to fight. <laughs> Trust me. I thought I knew how to fight. I didn't know how to fight. I still don't know how to fight. Like, ugh. God, no, dude. God, no. It's crazy, man. Y'all crazy. just wicked quiet. Look at, uh, well, <laughs> I, I looked over. I thought Leo's stream was frozen. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. no Jeff was just like drooling. Well, yeah, I'm high. he's thinking about dinner yeah (laughs) it wasn't edible see you know it wasn't edible yeah yeah that's good that's good what what kind do you like um well ones with thc (laughs) no 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 well no no no. i mean like do you like like the cookie stuff or do you like no 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 i'm more more like the gummies yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that's what i like i like fudge I can't. I you know I I have this thing like they have to be like gummies because I have rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. On my well, hand. gummies, yeah, gummies are my go-to. Yeah, I have like rheumatoid on my hands, and like it's like really painful. And like the gummies is what helps, but I microdose a lot because mm-hmm. I don't I don't want you know I don't want to like you know be messed up around my kid or anything. And like sometimes when I have my kid, I just take an ibuprofen, even though it's so bad for you, man. Right. <sighs> ibuprofen is so bad for you, dude. Yeah. Right, right. That's good though. You you should get on testosterone, Jeff. So you should testosterone? Hell yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm fucking testosterone. Good for you. <laughs> fucking good for you. What the fuck are you saying? What I'm trying to say is that way you have less pain, my man, because you're always in pain. I, how do you know? Because you said it earlier. You are high as shit. There he is. Jeff, how many fingers am I holding? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurt. Uh, that hurt. Just, just, just want to say to the person that just commented, you're watching the wrong damn show. <laughs> well, you know, everybody has an opinion. Here's the thing, man, is I've learned like I dude, it's so funny. I post videos on like uh on like TikTok and whatnot, and it cracks me up because like I've had videos that have had a hundred thousand of views and like thousands of views, no comments. And I'm like, is it because people fucking hate me? And my one of my buddies, uh, Cameron Johnson, he's like a really famous TikToker uh, that lives in town. He's like, nah, man, it just means that they like the video. He's like, I like it when people don't comment. I was like, oh, like I've never, I've never had like a negative comment or anything. Um, thank God, you know. And even then, like I just stay away. Hey, watch this. <laughs> hurt myself. Oh man, <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys are in Boston, and where at else? Uh, Connecticut. Connecticut, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, it's yeah. all right. I'm from Puerto See, Rico, bro. I'm from Puerto Rico. When, like, we, when we talked on the phone, you said, I already like you. See, now I like you. <laughs> I get so much hate for being in Connecticut. You know what's but, funny? I don't even know where the fuck Connecticut is, brother. I'm just giving you uh, shit because, yeah. you know, but it's, Leo it's just is, Leo is in, in, in an okay part of Connecticut because he's actually on a military base. Oh, correct? that's good. That's good. That's yeah, the, don't uh, tell me where. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it, it's a large uh, navy base, and uh, oh, the, it's a navy base. Okay, there's a lot yeah. of gay bars near navy bases. I've heard. Um, uh, I don't know about that. Dale's too. Actually, there, there's uh, there's several strip clubs, and it's pretty funny. Uh, one, one of one of them last year. Uh, you know how the military has like 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 war cries. You know what I'm talking about? Like the Marines say "hoorah," you know, yeah. oh, yeah. he says right. "oh." Right in the Navy, they say just the tip. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, we are all going straight to hell for that. Yeah, that's all right. I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. I, as long as you'll uh, translate and interpret for us when we get there, we're good. Bro, you better have a hundred dollars an hour, homie. <laughs> <laughs> really? 
Yeah, <laughs> you think I'm fucking around? Yeah, dude. I got 18 years of experience. I'll give bro. you a fucking hundred dollars an hour. Dude, yeah, I te well teaching is thirty five. Like teaching, I teach uh, Spanish. So I how'd you jump Spanish. to a hundred? Because interpreting and translating is a different skill. When I'm interpreting or translating, oh. it's a hundred an hour. All right. Well, I when want I'm, you to do. Yeah, okay, we'll do the cheap one then. Yeah, when I'm teaching. No, when I'm teaching, it's thirty five. Just because I don't like teaching, I pick I pick and choose my students a lot. Right. Like shit, one of our guests was one of my students, uh, Christian Hutchinson. He is huge in the cigar world. Uh, I don't know if you guys are are cigar guys, but yeah, teaching is absolutely fun. I I enjoy teaching, man. It's really weird. At thirty four, I I wanted to like. I think I was just chasing the dragon. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, oh, I gotta do I gotta do one more case, and like it's a weird hierarchy. Like I'm at a point where like. I mean, if I got like one big case, you know, like, you know, if, if I would have been able to be like El Chapo's, El Chapo's wife's uh, interpreter because they caught her back in the yeah, day, yeah. Dude, I, I could write a book and then I could retire off of that. But right. I'm at a point where it's like I can pick and choose, <laughs> man. Like I, I've done so much. that It's like my resume like speaks for itself. Like when I teach, it's like the funniest thing. We'll have like a couple hundred people and like there's they always ask like the same question. So now I just address the questions and I love teaching. Man. It's I never thought. I never thought I would like it because right. I was just I was like, oh, let me do one more case. Maybe this case will be, you know, even bigger. And it was like really selfish of me, you know, because I was like I lost the the love of like what I did. And I started getting a little greedy. But, you know, I came to a realization and now I'm you know, I'm not doing those cases anymore, man. I'm a dad. I'm just trying to teach and do podcasts, do interviews. Um, Have fun. Yeah, just Have yeah, fun. man. Yeah, man, because life is. Life is too short, man. You know, like, I always tell people, like, if you really understood that phrase, you'd understand that nothing fucking matters. Like, I told my wife the other day, she's like, oh, my God, it's like, don't fucking matter. It's like, tell me what it needs to be solved. Throw money at it. If we don't have the money, we'll, we'll make the money. You know, we'll work for it. But it just, you, you really realize when life is so fucking short, you know? <laughs> and that's, like, the number one thing I tell people, you know, you were talking about how helping veterans these guys do, man. You know, I, uh, I'm part of, like, a thing called We Defy. And it, you know, it helps, it helps veterans like pay for jujitsu and whatnot. And I'll tell you what, man, I, I remember like when I got out, I was like really lost. And I remember what kept me going was going to jujitsu and just like being with my friends. You know, I have two friends that those are like those ride or die homies, you know, that right. if you say, Hey, I need $17,000, they go, give me a second. Let me make some phone calls type of friends. And dude, I remember like one time, one of them got really sick and we got like super scared and I started thinking, I was like, oh, fuck, you know? And it just hit me. It wasn't even Iraq, like, what hit me. It was, like, here in the States, man. A lot of stuff here in the States. Joplin, the Joplin tornado really opened my eyes a lot. Because when you're at war, it was like, my mind's like, I'm at war. I'm going to see these things. This is, mm -hmm. this is normal to see them. I put myself here. But, you know, when I, when I did, like, search and rescue in Joplin, bro, that, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. But, you know, all for the better, man. Right, you know? right. Does Rico have a college degree? <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a I have a bachelor's and a few minor degrees. So minor degrees in any other context, that would sound so horrible. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one thing. Uh, sorry, I thought I turned that off. Somebody's calling you. No, no, no. I no, uh, my uh, you? my my heart pill. I gotta take. Oh shit! Oh, you better fucking take it. I just did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Holy He's shit. Just, yeah, I'm good, guys. <laughs> Real right? good, guys. 
Uh, we didn't really uh, touch uh, to, I mean, we talked about uh, a little bit about your podcast, but uh, what, what's the format? You know, how many shows do you do a week? Oh, man. So we do two to four shows a week. Um, and if you guys need me to stay more, I can stay more, by the way. I cleared my night for this because Steve told me. Um, we do. Yeah, well, we I've do. got a time limit because my fucking chicken's going to be done. Oh, you got to go eat that. Um, you know, man, my podcast, um, we do two to four shows a week. Um, they're long format. Um, we used to do like three hour interviews and you can get a lot out of some people. But what we discovered is that I'm, I'm pretty okay at like interviewing people. Um, and that comes from like learning interrogation tactics and like learning, not interrogation tactics, but like learning how to talk to people, you know, cause you do a lot of stuff in the army and you learn a lot of stuff. And when you sit down after so many years and you start like really thinking about the stuff you learn, you realize like the skills you have. And we started doing long format. That didn't go so didn't have so many views. And then we were like, let's just do an hour. And we created a formula of like, okay, well, we saw that the data said with this guest, mm -hmm. we had this many. Well, this is why. And you know, I like breaking things down. And then we got an iHeartRadio and we did a commercial with them. And yeah, it's the Rico podcast. That's what it's called. It's called Rico podcast because I want to showcase where I'm from. Rico in Spanish, in Spanish, um, Rico means like mm, good, like delicious. Um, so it's like the delicious podcast. That's a little, nice. a little thing that most people haven't figured that out. Like if you take Rico and podcast, it's like delicious podcast. So okay. yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. And we, and we have the hot sauce, so we can put that on. The yeah, dude, I thing, like that. Yeah. I like the logo for the hot sauce. I like how you make the colors darker uh, as it goes up. It like really catches the attention. That's really cool. Yeah, color coding. You guys do really good color coding. We were talking about that earlier. Right. Like I, I learn a lot doing that. But yeah, man, that's what my podcast is, and like the motto of the podcast is a uh, BYOB: Bring your own buds. And it's just me sitting down with some friends. You know, I've had friends that uh, I have friends who are actors that have messaged me at two o'clock in the morning and I answer at two oh five. And, you know, their message was, hey, man, just got divorced. I am um, dropping her off here and I'm coming over to do the podcast. Like, yeah, OK, cool. Like th these are the type of things that happen or I'll get a text message. What was it the other night? Um, I got a text message that a friend of mine was at the, the Moss Shrine and uh uh, he's, I say brother, I'm, a, I'm also a Freemason. And um, he uh, he said, yeah, Tech Nine's here. And I was talking to him about your podcast. You should come down here. And I was like, I'm already in bed. <laughs> right. And I was like, I didn't know who Tech Nine was. And my wife started getting mad. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? But like, nah, man, like that's the type of person I am. Like my priority is my wife, my daughter, um, you know, myself overall. Because if I'm not good, I can't take care of them. Right. So then it's my wife because if everything's good between me and my wife, it doesn't matter what happens between me and my kid, you know, because I know I can handle it. And, you know, then my kid, because if my wife and my kid are good and I'm good, then fuck the rest of the world. Money don't matter to me. <laughs> right. So, yeah, man, good that's boy. just how I am. I'm just I'm a little weird dude. I'm a little weird 34 year old Puerto Rican, white Puerto Rican dude, you know. Like, but yeah, man. You guys are... are no, no, I like your attitude, cool. actually. Like oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I do. Nobody... A lot <laughs> no. of people... It's funny because uh, a lot of people come well, talk to me sometimes. I'm a 58-year-old white dude. Oh, you don't look 58. I'll be honest with you. No. no. Yeah. I'll be very honest with you. I would have I thought you were like 45, 47. I would have never... I would have never guessed 58. And I'm pretty good with ages. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm 
I'm pretty accurate, you know, but I would have definitely wow. said 45, 47 to you. Well, you don't, your shoulders don't like slug down. Like you still keep your shoulders parallel, which means your posture hasn't gone down. So that's totally... a lot of masturbation. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? said masturbation. This is awesome. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what that is, man. I'm, I've been married for a year. I'm selling the honeymoon phase, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dude, you laugh. We went to Colorado uh, in February because, you know, COVID happened last year on our honeymoon. And like we go to this, we go to this dispensary, and the lady like looks at us, and my wife was like, "Yeah, this is our this is this is this is our uh, our honeymoon." And these these old ladies in um Colorado, Las Animas, Las Las Animas, Colorado, so so nice. They go, "Oh my God, we'll come over here, bro!" And they start like giving you like like free edibles and stuff. And I was like, "Oh my God, it's." Am I in a weed shop or am I in Costco? Like, what is going on here, man? Right. The Costco for weed. It was really nice, though. Colorado was beautiful. We stayed at the Medal of Honor Center because uh, Colorado, uh, Pueblo, Colorado is the only town to have three Medal of Honor recipients in the entire world. Fun fact about Medal of Honor recipients. Which you know a lot about. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, I uh, I have a bucket list, and part of that bucket bucket list is to interview a Medal of Honor recipient. I actually have two right now that I've been talking to, uh, Kyle Kyle White, and uh, I can't remember the other one. Um, but yeah, man, I I'd, I'd love to. It would, uh, dude. Yeah, uh, I mean, I had Tommy Chong, and that was on my bucket list. You know, that was literally a bucket list item of me. I said that. Like, I think like eight years ago, I was like, if I could ever interview somebody, like when I started thinking about doing things like this, right? it took me years to do a podcast, like years. Like he, when I first met him two years ago, I had thought about it, but like, I didn't feel like I was, I didn't feel like I had enough to talk about. And I was very immature. Um, and like, I remember like thinking, oh my God, yeah, I could do this. And I was like, nah, I'm not ready. And like, it's kind of weird because now, you know, with Steve and everything, it's like everything's just going. And, like, I remember something like my dad used to say. He's like, if things are just happening naturally, he's like, that's where you should be. Right. It's like if they're happening naturally, but you right. put in the work and everything. And right. I was like, I remember when yeah. you called, I was telling him we were <laughs> we were going to go to this uh, networking event. Um, but I was like, man, I, I really don't want to go. Like, I've been working all day. I just want to play Xbox. And uh, then you called and I was like, oh, I guess I'm doing a show tonight. Like, I enjoy this. Like, right, right. I dude, I enjoy the shit out of this. Oh, we do it's, too. You know, I mean, like I said, uh, we started. Well, I never wanted to do this. No, really? No, 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 he didn't. No, I did not want to do this. Wow. No. Are you glad you no. did though? Um, I'm still mixed. Still mixed. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? Well, what is it? If you don't mind me asking, what is it that has you mixed? No, no, no. I enjoy it now. I enjoy it now. But you know, good. no, it was. Um, it was not something that you know I really wanted to do. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, like like you I, I said mean? to you on the phone. Um, but it works. So yeah, we and, never, and, we know, never really. I can be. I can be yeah, me. We never yeah. really wanted to get into the broadcast slash podcast side of things because we had a lot going on with the comic book. Everything that we were doing from that, uh, you know, branding our merchandise, working with, you know, different companies, like getting the hot sauce out. Um, You know, we met Leo. Leo actually interviewed us at one of our first cons that we were at back in 2019 or 2018. But like I said to you on the phone, I presented it to Jeff like, you know, hey, 
you know Philo Barnhart, you know, the creator of The Little Mermaid and stuff. And he's like, yeah, yeah, he's a great... And I said, you know, he's he's been interviewed five or six times this year and nobody put the interviews out. And it's the 30th anniversary of The Little Mermaid. He created What the fuck? So I... people not care? I Well, I went to Leo and then I went to Jeff and I kind of pulled the heartstring and I'm like, come on, we, we, we got to do a show with him. Yeah, and then, that'd be interesting. It, it was cool. We can get him for you. Yeah, no, I, I dude, I would... You know, I would absolutely. I'd be oh, honored. So, and, and, if uh, you lose me, my my, I'm looking at my battery. It's five. Can you see your battery? I don't think you can. He, see he's, your he was actually looking at the chicken timer instead. Chicken timer. No, it's the up oh, four. Fries oh. and fries and four. Yeah. No, you might lose me. That's we all right. Lost man. you once. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a. Uh, it's really crazy because I, I'm actually voicing uh, an anime character um for a show from a, a friend of mine called Cortland Tyler. I had him on the podcast and I didn't realize how popular he was cuz he's what uh he's designing his own video game and his own anime <coughs> and uh he like had approached me how did this happen? It was really weird cuz that's also a bucket list thing of mine. Uh and I remember I told a friend of mine when we were in like uh uh I think we were like in 8th grade um and I said, "Man, someday like watching Dragon Ball Z, I was like, man, someday I'd like to voice an anime character even if it's just one line." And right. sure as fuck, Cortland's like, hey, man, I'd like you to voice this character. I think it'd be cool. And I'm, I'm this teacher that, uh, to not give too much because I signed an NDA. Um, I'm a teacher who has lost everything. And um, I pretty much want to destroy everything. And I can tell you that the one line that I read that I sent was I said it and they were like, <laughs> he sent me back. He goes, bro, that's super creepy. He's like, you're in. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, like everybody heard him. They're like, who the fuck is this guy? Because I'm like really mad in the scene and whatnot. And I was like, okay, I'm kind of thinking, okay, I got it. And like I sent it. And yeah, man, I'm still doing a lot of stuff. Like I still, yeah, dude, I want to do, there's so much I want to do, man. Like I wish I had, sometimes I don't wish I had more money. I wish I had, yeah, I wish I had more money. If I had more money, my friends would also be taken care of better. But like, I just, I don't know. I like doing this stuff. And you know, being well, if you had more money, you can take people with you. Well, yeah, it's not even, you know, man, it's not even that. I, I kind of finally figure out what to say, how to say it. My thing is, if I had more money, I, I I could help my friends and, like, not have to worry, like, oh, I don't have enough. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if I have more, it's like, oh, I can just help my friends. And then my friends become better, you know. And then when they become better, it's like when we go out, it's not a matter of, oh, how much is this? It's, no, where the fuck are we going? Like, that's to the point that I like to be, you right. know. And I don't, you know, I'm not extravagant and shit. Like, I'll eat ramen. Dude, I used to eat ramen noodles every day, man, for seven months. Like, I know what that's like. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. But, right. um, yeah, that's why everybody gets fed, man. I'm always terrified. You don't know, you know, some people, bro, don't, they don't even know where their, their next meal's coming from. You know, that breaks my fucking heart. <laughs> that's scary to me, bro. You imagine? Like, all right. It's like caveman days now, homie. It's scary, man. It's scary. But Leo, Leo, you got another show to do tonight. I did. Uh, two of them. You're doing two oh. more tonight. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Nice. Wow. No, two live shows? No, one live show, and then we uh, uh, we also, every Wednesday, we do a pre-recorded show. So we're launching a couple new podcasts. Uh, oh, nice. So we're, oh, okay, we're, cool. Yeah, we're nice. alternating the uh, the Dork Night and then uh, Comics Paradox. So, this all sounds really cool. We'll have to talk more about all that because we're just... We don't know what to do, man. I just, I have something that I'd like for everybody to hear. And I'm up to a point now that it's like, I don't know. 
I, I just want to have fun, you know? Like, yeah, I think yeah. I suffer too much in my 20s, and Eric just keeps suffering. I don't know why. Because um, <laughs> he's next to you. Because <laughs> he's next to me. <laughs> don't fucking shake your head. <laughs> this motherfucker. Well, uh, do you travel on the dork side? Say again, I'm sorry? Do you travel on the dork side? Are you... Uh, oh, yeah. Are you a dork? <laughs> You, uh, you say you play Xbox. Uh, you, you know. um, I fuck around with Xbox. Uh, okay. My gamer tag is uh, Havlix underscore Army. Um, uh, I play. I play a little bit of everything because I also network when I video game. So like I've had I've had like friends that I've got an actual business from for my translation business. Nice. Actually, funny story. Talking to Larry Hankin today. He's he's coming out with an autobiography book. And jokingly, I said, mm-hmm. you know, man, you need a translator for that. Maybe a Spanish translator. There you go. Yeah, I do. And I was like, oh, so then off there, he goes, yeah, man, as soon as I get it, I'll send it to you as translator. And I was like, oh, my God, like, that's the type of stuff that nice. I want to do now. I don't want to yeah. do trafficking cases. I want to do cool shit. Right. I want right. to do cool shit like that. Yeah, I, already, yeah. I, I paid my dues. We had, when we had Larry on, we talked to him a little bit, and he was talking about how he, uh, he was going live. Yeah. Talking that was about the his, show I missed, wasn't it? That was, yeah, yeah you had the concussion. Me and me and uh, yeah, me and Dust, me and Dustin did that one. Well, he he, uh, he didn't he uh, show up in the background or was that? Oh, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. I, I showed up. Yeah, he walked he walked by and waved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. no, he was talking about how he was doing a live show and when we got off the air, I was like, you know, hey, you know, network and this, and he's like, well, we're gonna talk, and then he goes, you know, I really want to do, and he dropped a couple of things, and we're like, we'll connect you with the studio. You know, yeah. dude, it was so funny. He, uh, I think he he had this idea where it was gonna be like, oh, what about friends and what about this? Right. He was so happy. Like he was like he genuinely like, it's probably the best fucking episode I've ever recorded. Like, I got off and as soon as we hung up, I threw my headset. Eric threw his head. I was like, fuck you! <laughs> it's like. I'm 100% sure my neighbors think we shoot gay hardcore porn in here. <laughs> no, for real, because, like, all you hear is, like, like I'll be playing Xbox, right? And all of a sudden, they'll hear, like, sit the fuck down, motherfucker, and hold my purse, bitch. Like, we'll get a kill. Dude, no, for real. My wife. Oh my God, bro. bro, when we, I play PUBG, like, I fuck around with PUBG. I'm okay at PUBG. But I got to So, like, my- um. Like I don't, yeah, uh, just in case, I just want to say thank you for coming on. My battery's thanks, like two percent. <laughs> you take literally. It easy, don't Dude, fall he's, asleep. He's no, so no, fucking high right that. now. You could blindfold this guy with the floss. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could get that high. Um, what I, I was going to ask r- real quick: Have you seen the new What If? What uh, if? Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you want to join us at nine? Uh, for uh, the Dorkening, he's got another live show right now. Yeah, we're we're doing a live show at nine. Oh, you want me as a guest? Yeah, you want to join us? Oh yeah, fuck okay. yeah, bro! I ain't got nothing to do. I cleared my night for this. There you go. <laughs> I, I sent you a friend request, so I'll send you the uh, the contact info. Yeah, man, I appreciate it, dude. But uh, yeah, man, no, I I love I love dorky things. I um I'm a big anime fan. Uh, actually, uh, another bucket list would be to get a an anime a guy who's done like a mainstream anime like um. You know the the Shonen Jump guys. Um, yeah. You know I grew up I grew up watching that man. You know I grew up I grew up on that and it helped me a lot with my English too. You know like people people always make fun of me because I was like they're like you have no accent and I'm like yeah. Pero si te empiezo a hablar de esta manera vas a ver de donde yo soy. So if I start talking to you in that way you're gonna know where I'm from. 
So it's like, uh, it was all those shows, dude. I grew up actually, like, you know what I do? And this is funny. I'm going to give out a business tactic. There's no interpreters listening. Fuck it. Uh, one thing that makes me really good, and most people don't know it, is I translate Jerry Springer videos. That's what I do. That's how it gets. Really? That's how, yes. Because, because uh, what I do is I have to, you have to be able to be, I think, like, less than two seconds. You, you got to have less than two second delay from when someone's talking. So there's, like, many things that are happening in your brain. So what I do is I'll just pop up like for training because I do this every day. I'll pick a random Jerry Springer video and I'll have a notepad and I'll try to translate it in my head and see how far I can go, you know, without stopping. But it, it's hard sometimes. But that's that's how I get like that's how I used to practice interpreting and whatnot. It was an old oh. trick a teacher taught me. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> dude. Wow. There's so many things you can do that that. that there's so many things you can do that, like as training. You know what I'm saying? As an interpreter, people right. don't. They're just lazy. They think that they need oh. to like do that. Two oh, percent went well, to zero, yeah. just like ha ha. <laughs> that dude is gonna be so happy eating that chicken. I'm kind of <laughs> jealous. Right, right. <laughs> oh man. But uh, Leo, you do have another show, yep. and for all our our viewers um, and listeners for later on, you make sure you can check this gentleman out. Where Leo? Uh well, over on the Dorkening Podcast Network, where you can also find. Uh, you know, just about 40 shows on a network, a lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. So head on over to thedorkening.com. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, just about everywhere. Uh, and more important, check the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And now uh, you can find all the information about our awesome guests and uh, Benjamin and Jeff and Still Token With and uh, everybody we're affiliated with, including Hellfire Radio as well. Uh, that about cover it. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds about right. Sounds about right. So why don't you do why don't you do your thing, seeing how you're gonna have him for another hour to play with? You <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I are just gonna start talking shit. Oh, totally. Uh, I want to thank everybody for watching, and uh, so uh, where do you like people interacting with you on social media? Um, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Like, I I really really enjoy this. Um, if you want to get a hold of me for anything, uh, the best place would be my email. Um, I answer my emails quicker than I answer a phone call. And it's a R A B as in boy, D as in Delta, E L 440 at gmail.com. Uh, my Facebook is Richard Avila's. My TikTok is at Richard Avila's 51. Um, I have 5,800 followers. I'm trying to get to, to 10,000. Um, and my Instagram is language underscore ninja. And if you want to talk about anything, I'm always down to talk to people, man. I, I enjoy talking. <laughs> and I know a lot of things. So, yeah. Right? I appreciate you guys having me, man. It's It's been awesome. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah. So, Leo, are you going to do yourself or do I, I, I thought I did myself. Uh, yeah, just, you know, my name is Leo Pond. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard. Uh, I think I was downgraded to chimp. Hopefully, I'll make it back up to gorilla. And, uh, yeah, just Google Leo Pond. You find a bunch of stuff. Could be true. Could be not. Uh, I'm not going to say which is which. But like I said, I run the Dorkening Podcast Network, 40 shows actually, uh, you know, with Hellfire and everything, uh, a little over 40 shows on the network. And, uh, 40 yeah, and counting. 40, uh, yeah, I hit the wrong button. Yeah, I hit the wrong what button. What else is new? Yeah, there See? we go. See? The wrong <laughs> fucking button again. <laughs> How do you stay married if you keep hitting the wrong fucking button? Oh, uh, I'm fine there. I'm fine there. I'm it's just saying, man. I'm just saying. Better make a lot of money. <laughs> right? Better make a lot of money. <laughs> So like Leo said, there's a ton of shows on the network. Uh, pay attention in the upcoming months. We have some really big names joining the network, uh, bringing some big shows. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be Hell cool. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I had to sign an NDA. <laughs> you did? But, no, fuck oh, okay. no. I was gonna. I was actually gonna start name dropping, but I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm yeah, gonna definitely wait, wait. Don't want to tell the competition what we're doing. Things, you know. Listen, fuck we, that. Listen, listen, we we can tell the competition everything yep. we're doing. Yeah. You know what? They're still not still gonna be able to do it. Not gonna hit yeah. the reach in numbers that we have. Yeah, had. man. I learned that, dude. I I send, dude. I'll tell you this right now. If I can do a project, because I tell someone like I get people. I'm pretty good at like dialecting people into like no you don't want me and i'm like like this is what i am and i tell them up front how much it is and dude i tell you right now i have a relationship with a guy from silver bay translations that i send him business dude i've never had an issue never had an issue never all the contrary like he sends me stuff when he doesn't want to do stuff you know what i'm saying like that that whole thing like i mean for certain things i guess you know yeah i can understand but right. dude they could know they ain't gonna beat you guys <laughs> you nope. know nope. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Leo, you, I already gave you the analytics for 28 days, and I gave you the analytics for a year. Um, they can try. Yeah. They can try. But every time they step where we are, we're three steps ahead. And that's the beauty, man. You know, you, you got to recognize real, and you got to recognize what's good. Right, you know? right. You know? Um, you know? But in all seriousness, to all our veterans and first responders, we want to thank you for doing what you do every day so people like us can come up here and do what we do every day. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're out of here. We'll see you next week. Bye.